yo, yo, welcome to Sweeney just followed Northern on. Hey, thanks for following Sweeney. <laughs> yo, 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 welcome to another night of NS9 Live. I, of course, am your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me this week, we have ourselves Tyler, a.k.a. Wagner to Kutch. Wagner to Kutch, what's up, baby? What up, dude? Just... Doing my thing, drinking some beer, drinking talking some, some beer. pirates. What else is new? What's up? I know, I know. What's up with the the hoodie, the mask? Oh, oh, wait, uh, you, wait. That that's right. Tonight's the night that you're unmasking yourself. Is that correct? I am unmasking myself. Not that anybody cares. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Wagner to Kutch. Do I just do oh, a wave? God. God, it's a shame that oh my it eyes. took this long to get someone this good looking on your podcast. <laughs> in um in 180p. <laughs> Still look good. Ballin'. So it's all that matters. This is this is a big moment. This is the first time ever that you have revealed your true identity. Yeah, I guess other than on like at every uh live show we do. Officially. Yeah. Officially. The first time I am on Whatever this is. And, and of Twitch. course, it's done on North Shore 9, right? Not, not like the podcast that we had together. Not there. Yeah, that's, no, that's cool. let's do it on this this. You know what? We'd still podcast. have that if someone didn't want to quit. <laughs> You're going to put that on me? Don't put yeah, that I'm evil on you. me, Tyler Sweeney. That would be all you, buddy. Oh, my God. Anyways, though, for real, what's up? It's been, what, two weeks since you've been on the last podcast with us. You're officially a guest on North Shore 9. How drunk are you right now? Not too bad. I'm I'm on my third beer. We're taking it slow tonight. So what's the choice of no. drink? Keystone Lake Boys. Oh my god! Why? Seven bucks for a fifteen pack. Can't beat it. I mean, this is called drunk talk with wider and a cut. You're like the professional drinker. Yeah. This is this is what you're. That means I'm smart. Yeah, uh, that means I'm smart. I don't spend money on alcohol that much. Yes, I do. That's a lie. I go to the brewery <laughs> all the time. Anyways, anyways. So, my man, we got a big show for y'all tonight. Drunk Talk about her to Kutch. We are going to go ahead and talk about some pirates over the past week, maybe week and a half. Uh, we got a little bit changed. of North Shore 9 trivia for you as well. It might involve alcohol, shockingly. So, let's kick off the show. Um, Wags. First off, let's get into the, the drunk talk, right? So the one let's thing, it is May 2nd officially. This Sunday is Cinco de Mayo, right? I don't know. I love the holiday myself. Yes. I want your take on it. Is Cinco de Mayo a worthy holiday for you? Uh, no. No? No. Why? For real, though, why? St. Patty's, Patty's Day is the real holiday. Mm, okay. I could get that for you as well. I mean, St. Patrick's Day. I guess I understand. You got that Irish what, in you. Look at me. Do I look like I celebrate Cinco de Mayo? <laughs> I am white as can be. Uh, valid point. Although I'm, I'm, I'm never upset with a chance to drink margaritas and eat tacos. That's why I really enjoy Cinco de Mayo. I do. I love Mexican food. Uh, living down in Florida now these days, you do get some decent Mexican food. It's you get that in Newcastle. You uh, you don't get that in Newcastle. You don't. You and sure don't. I'll tell you what. There are a couple. Surprisingly, there's a couple Mexican restaurants in Newcastle. I don't know how valid they are. I don't know how good they are. I haven't gone. By the way, Smitty says your clarity looks like how I yeah, see I things when that. he's drunk. So, yes, this is a very, very fitting uh, stream here. Um, You look like you celebrate anything. <laughs> Also a very valid point. But, I mean, I I do. I mean, you get the drink. You get to eat some really quality food all for a very, very low price typically. Um, So let's talk about this. I know you say you don't celebrate it, but, like, if you were to celebrate it, which I'm sure you do, just not in, you know, high fashion. Yeah, I don't don't go all out for it. Uh, It's not like St. Patty's Day where I get to the bar at 8 a.m. and I leave at 2 a.m. A.m.? Okay. I was hoping so. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be more of a day drinking holiday to me. So, like, what go, type of bi- go have some tacos, have a margarita. I actually will probably go watch Avengers that day. Is that the day you're going? I'm thinking about going tomorrow. So, by the way, oh, oh, you're going to wish you didn't bring that up. 
You might don't look I'm, at the stream. I'm not gonna read this. I'm not don't, gonna look at stop, the chat. Don't look at the stream anymore. Uh, I'm possibly going tomorrow or Saturday to watch Avengers finally. You still haven't seen it. Everyone's trying to spoil you. Not. Tell us the story. You've actually deactivated your account just because of it. it ju- right, and it just got reactivated just for this stream. Uh let's see. TJ tried to ruin it for me. Smitty did ruin it for me. <laughs> I've heard about that. Actually, I watched it in action. Has ruined it for me. You want to know how bad it was today? The other team in the dugout, you know how, like, you chirp in the dugout and blah, blah, blah. Sure. Like the other team, cheering, whatever you want to call it. Right. They they yelled the ending to endgame. Oh, my God. What a troll move. So the other team in the dugout was just yelling out the spoilers. Granted, I already knew what it was. But still. Thanks, man. Thanks, Mary. That's such a troll move. That's that's actually incredible. It's a dick move. <laughs> Could you imagine being on the mound right then and there? I'd be pretty annoyed. And I'd probably step up and throw at the next kid. <laughs> Is that worthy of a hit by pitch? Oh, 100%. That, wow. That's worthy of Archer throwing behind. <laughs> Geddes wants to know why his head's in the chat. Because you have a great emote. <laughs> He's a handsome gun. He is handsome. All right, so what I want to know... Question for you. Okay. Question for you. Sure. What pirate hit 31 home runs in 2003? Son of a... 2003? Correct. Um, wait, and how many home runs? 31. 2003. God, the year. I thought we were doing 2013 anyways. We said post... Um, wait. <laughs> well, then we, we mixed up the rules because I was thinking like... Post losing pirates. Okay. Nineties. Like okay. So by the way, for everyone wanting to know what we're doing right now is, as you can see, we're throwing. We have trivia questions. It's not going to be a segment. We're just throwing them out there. So at any time we can be interrupted. Got to answer a question. If we get it wrong, got to drink. The year's going to throw me off, but I'm going to say Reggie Sanders. I'll drink. Yes. Redemption. Look at that. Smitty's in the chat. When I went over for him, now I'm one for one with Tyler. I like this. Smitty, you probably cheated. Someone probably put it in the chat. <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. I didn't get any right. <laughs> I went over. Now I'm annoyed. Now I'm annoyed. Yes, I love it. Didn't start off well. Okay, so where were we at? I'm not going to blow my load yet and give you all of them. Ooh, pause. Pause. All right. Um, okay, so yeah, the, the question I had though. So when you go first, um, Cinco de Mayo, I was going to say St. Patty's Day. Damn it. Um, what, what, what is your choice of drink? Like you, I mentioned, you heard you say margarita. Cinco de Mayo? Yeah. Oh, it's a margarita all day. Is it a margarita? I'm not, I'm not one of those, uh, Corona, Rita, whatever, get us drinks. <laughs> the Corona, Coronitas? The, yeah. The, the eight ounce I, beers? I no, I'm just, right. I'll, I'll stick what with a, a regular margarita. Don't get it frozen on the rocks. Cause that way you can chug it. Okay. So I'll put it this way. I'm definitely, when I drink margarita, it's got to be on the rocks. Like, no, none of that frozen-ish. 100%. But honestly, I think I'm still I, – I drink beer. I'm more of a beer. For me, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a, the largest Dos Equis they have. And it's got to be dark. It can't be the, the regular lager. It's got to be the dark. You're weird. Are you, are you a lager or amber? I, I'm more of a lager guy. Are you? Yeah, so I it, it's funny because I actually just have these beers hanging around. And, of course, I'm the Dos Equis guy, as I mentioned. But the two I have in here is, uh, is Modella and Corona. So are you so, more of the Corona or uh, Modella, dude? I'm a Corona guy. Are you a Corona? You know what? Here's the thing. Cinco de Mayo falls like almost in summertime. Give me a warm weather beer. Like what? You want a summer shandy? That, that Corona right there. Oh, oh I got gotcha. you. All right, so I'll tell you what. A thinker. You just did it. So I opened the Corona. This is to you. This is to the unveiling of Wagner to Kutch. All right. So I think you'll answer all the questions for Cinco de Mayo. Anything else you want to add for your this big holiday you don't celebrate, but we all know you do? Yeah, I mean, I'll just probably eat a few tacos, drink some margaritas, and call it a day. And then uh, go see Avengers, right? Uh, hopefully I see it tomorrow, but I'll probably see it Sunday. Lit. Cool. All right, man. Well, let's get into some pirates. 
Oh, yay. So last time you were on the podcast was they were winning. It was before the streak. We kind of yeah. talked how they were like, yeah, whatever. What are your thoughts now? Like, what has changed in the past two weeks for you? Have you even watched the team? Let's put it that way. Let's start there. Just you know, I've, I've, I've watched the same amount that I did before, which is like every other day. Well, they're off every other day, to be honest. Yeah, at this point in time. Uh, my opinion right now is that we're just – they're going back to the mean. I mean, the pitching staff obviously wasn't going to continue to be that. Sure. Maybe a little bit too much regression, but – it is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, they weren't going to hold be like a you know a two yeah. ERA staff. Like as no, we mentioned there, it's not possible. Yeah, I mean, they could be good, but that's not going to be sustainable. But I mean, I'll tell you what, honestly, Tyler, if you think about it, um, since 2012, right in this time frame from 2013 to 2019, right, um, with a minimum of 100 innings pitched, what starting pitcher holds the lowest ERA in that span? All right, since 2012, you said? Yeah, so from 13 to 19. All my questions are from 2013 season. With a minimum of? 100 innings pitched. Who 100. has the low? I'm sorry, starting pitcher. Which starting pitcher has yeah. the lowest ERA? A.J. Burnett? Edison Volquez. Another shot. 304? Three, close, close. That, that's impressive. 307. So, yes, uh, our boy Edison Volquez, the lowest ERA with 100 innings pitched. Since- you got me by the 100 innings pitched. I knew AJ was like the lowest of a bigger number. He, he was second. He was second. Um, this doesn't count, but just for intriguing interest here, who, take a stab at who was third. Third? Yeah. 100 innings pitched? Yeah. Starters. Guarantee um, you'll never get it. Hold on. Let me think here. From 2012. So. No. 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 Probably not. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm holding on. I'm right here. Oh, frick. 100 innings. That's the problem. Make it quick. This isn't a real even question. Give me like 10 seconds here. All right. 10, 9. <laughs> Geta says we're nerds, and he wants to know if you're wearing an affliction shirt. <laughs> it's a husky shirt. That's a little mean, Geta. Oh, is that, uh, is that Felipe Vasquez? Trevor Williams? No. I don't know. Vance Worley. Vance yes. Worley is number three with a 3.32 ERA. Now did, you, now, did you sort it by – you had to sort it by starts. No. 100 innings his, his ERA out of the bullpen was trash. I don't know. He might be there. Oh, you know what? I see what you're saying. It might not count his relief appearances. I don't know. I can't remember his ERA that year. Well, his, I know the one year it was like a two-something. It was like a two-eight or whatever. Yeah. It was real low. Yeah. All right. But anyway, so back to the team. So you're watching them here and there. Um, they're finally playing games. But, I mean, that eight-game losing streak. Hurts. I mean, it definitely Offense just showed some flaws. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, you're going to be flawed when you got Brian Reynolds, Cole Tucker, J.B. Shuck playing. What are you supposed to do? But sadly, like, the thing is... They haven't gotten better since the other guys came back, though. Shuck hasn't... Kind of like how we talked last time, Shuck hasn't truly hurt the team much. Brian Reynolds has actually been producing. Like, you can't put it on him. That's the funny thing. It's it's like, it's not really the problem of the guys replacing him. It's the guys that we expected to do, you know, do well. It's Francisco Cervelli. Mm. He kills them. He's, he's looking he bad. absolutely killing them. Thank God he's hurt. Adam Frazier's looking bad right now. Frazier looks terrible. Um, Polanco. Dog is terrible. Polanco's. Your boy Moran's looking yeah. terrible again. Moran's, yeah, he's back to old school Colin Moran. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really bad. I mean, the guys in batters and then, and 
running scoring position, runners in scoring position. Jesus. Like, we just can't capitalize. And that's what the funny thing is. Like, it seems like we, we get guys on base. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's not a problem of, like, there's just no offense, period. We just cannot capitalize at all. Oh, no, we suck again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't win anymore. So shout out to the shirt. <laughs> there it is. Yes. Anyways. We do not win anymore. Marte's back, Anyhow, uh, but while we were talking about Pirates catchers, so former top prospect J.R. House, he went back to college to play football in 2005. Who did he go play for? Oh, oh, this is a question. <laughs> yep. Damn it. Who did he go back and play football Who for? Who did J.R. House go back to play football <clears throat> for in 2005? Wow. It's funny, like a school popped out immediately in my head, but of course I'm doubting it. But I don't know if I can say any other school. I know you're going to give me a hint. Don't ask me why. This is the first thing that came to my head, so I'm just going to go with it. F it. Ohio State. Nope. West Virginia. Mmm. WVU. That's close. <laughs> I think he's from West Virginia. He holds a bunch of high, he held a bunch of high school records there. Is that where he's from? See, that's the funny thing is that's I was thinking yeah. he's from Ohio. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's from West Virginia. I'm pretty, pretty sure. Do a little double. Pretty sure. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> Charleston, West Virginia. Look it up. I just did. Oh, oh, oh. Charleston. Actually, I was just uh, I was just through there about a month ago. See, the reason I brought that up, the reason I was in West Virginia for a baseball game today. So, mm. for some reason, he popped into my head. How'd that I'm go? Besides getting well. end game well. spoiled on you. Not well. Mm. Anyhow, Pirates baseball. My bad. I gotta take a shot. <laughs> drink, 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 drink. That's right. You Country hear that? Roads take me home. Good. It's about time. How's that? Oh, Pun I got intended. more questions coming for you. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Well, as I mentioned, Sully Marte is back in the lineup. Um, I mean, it's not like he was. I, I just have to point this out. You know, and I'm not going to call anyone out that said it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the whole, like, well, the Pirates record of Marte's in the lineup and the Pirates record when they weren't in the lineup. I mean, come on. I mean, do you Tony really Marte hold doesn't throw. He doesn't pitch. <laughs> he doesn't pitch. Well, he also doesn't hit, uh, at least so far this year, you know, when. You might be right on that. So, I mean, get, get, get out of here with that. Like, you cannot say that Marte was, you know, the mold and the piece that was keeping this team together. And that's why they were winning. You know, so, I mean, that stat, that whole thing is just completely pointless to me. But he is back, and I will say, obviously, he did help the team win this last game. So that was a yeah. big plus. Um, they need him to come around bad. I mean, do you... He's got to turn it around, though, right? He's, he's not a guy I worry about. Yeah, same here. But I also wasn't worried about Francisco Cervelli, but here we are. And now he's injured, so, and here we are. It might not be the worst thing in the world because Elias Diaz is actually good, and he's old. How surprising is is that? I'm a bit surprised on how offensively, again, is where I'm at. I've always felt like he would almost be like a a, a Stewart. The defense is always going to be there. But he's never produced in the minor leagues offensively. I mean, he produced one year in double A. And that's when he kind of hopped onto the prospect radar, but he was like 24 at the time. Well, right, right. So, then, I mean, I'm pleasantly surprised by him. Completely okay with him starting every single day. The question I have for you, because we're talking about Marte and, like, this outfield, of course. So Marte's up here. Polanco's up here. Dickerson's not. But, of course, hopefully there's, you know, that's in sight. <clears throat> Melky's producing. Melky's that fourth outfielder. Yeah. What do you do? I know it's still early, but regardless... What do you do with Brian Reynolds? You mean what do you do with Corey Dickerson? <laughs> I mean, I guess just in general. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talk about Brian this crunch. We talked about it on our show before with Chisenhall. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, but we talked about this the last time we spoke. It was like the Chisenhall situation, you know, with Melky and such. But 
the Jisenhall situation is still there, I guess, potentially. But now it's more like Brian Reynolds, and you're seeing it. Like, you're seeing the production in Melky. You're seeing the production in Brian Reynolds. Now we have, a, like, a real legit situation. So, go ahead. Honestly, I think you have to, if, all right, I'll preface this by saying there is 0% chance Brian Reynolds continues this because it's impossible. He's not going to continue to have a 400 Babbitt. Just, it's a Babbitt, by the way, not Babbitt. It's Babbitt. Babbitt is Bay. Definitely Babbitt. <laughs> However, I mean, you're in a situation where Dickerson's in the last year of his deal, right? Yes. Just trade him. But I mean, when do you make that? Do you make that in June? I'm sorry. Do you make that in July? When you're out of it? It's almost an Austin Meadows situation again. You think? Without all the hype. As in, they believed in Corey Dickerson. They had their three outfielders. They could deal from a position of strength there. But I don't think they expected Brian Reynolds to do this. And so that's where I'm at. I mean, no, I didn't expect them either. Uh, I've so, liked what I've seen from him but they since also, the trade. They, Belky Cabrera is the weird part of it. What the hell do you do with him? Because last year they had they had the three outfielders. They didn't have a fourth outfielder, but you don't want Austin Meadows to be up there as a fourth outfielder. True. So this year you actually have a legitimate th- fourth outfielder. What the hell do you? <laughs> yeah, he, he he can't play out there, but <laughs> God, he's fat. I mean, yeah, yeah. Vlad Junior's thick. Melky's fat. <laughs> I, Vlad Junior's got a fat ass. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I mean, that's what I'm getting at. Like, obviously, Melky's staying. Like, the decision isn't to cut him loose. He's he's really been one of your top three bats all season. So, I, I, I guess I like long, long walk to get a short drink of water here is I don't know what the hell to do. I'm I'm with you, but just so write it out. I guess if this were to happen, and we've got to see uh, more of the season. Um, you know, I, I guess this is still early to talk about, regardless. But let's just bring it up. I mean, because he has been producing. Now the babe is high, of course, but like if that comes down, you can still see him batting around the high two hundreds. I mean, he's still hitting for power, per se. I mean, he's hitting tons of doubles. Got a home run. Um, you know, for a fifth outfielder, like a bench bat. I mean, look at this bench. To me, it's like you don't want to, per se, to carry all these outfielders. But come on. It's time for Pablo to go. You know, I get the whole flexibility oh, and oh, such. but that. We but are way past him being that's, time that's to go. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I had to keep Melky on that bench, plus Brian Reynolds, and I don't know, plus someone else. I'm just very – you know what I'm very excited about? The yeah. fact that – it's going to sound terrible. It's the fact that Eric Gonzalez got hurt and we get to actually see some young shortstops. And if they fail, they fail. I don't care. I'd rather watch them fail than go watch a 27-year-old guy that we know isn't good. I would at this point, yes, rather see Cole Tucker than Eric Gonzalez. But we shouldn't be going through that because we should have someone like Freddie Galvis anyways. So Cole Tucker can still develop in the monitors, and we have I mean, a guy at short who actually is producing. Don't have to worry about. Freddie Galvis is going to continue to be bad. He's going to get bad again. But he's not going to be any worse than what we have right now. Cole Tucker's it's, it's called ball. insurance. Eh, eh. <laughs> I mean, relative. Wait, hold on. Of all the people, you, the guy who hates Cole Tucker. Despise him. I think he's a terrible hitter. Despise him. You despise him. He's a terrible hitter. <laughs> However, I am willing to find out if I am wrong. Are you okay? But like, what's the point? But the thing is, like, that's what you do as a GM. You're not out there to say I'm willing to see if I'm wrong. Like, you get yourself insurance. You go get yourself a shortstop. Yeah, they got that's insurance. what they didn't it's do. Kevin Newman. No, one of them's gonna. One of them will be below average enough. That you can play him. And, and, and when are we going to find below average enough? I like that. <laughs> but like, how long are you going to wait to find out which average. one it is? We'll figure it out. It's better than playing Eric Gonzalez every day. It is. I'm, I'm just still. I'm still upset about this offseason. I just. You I just am. want Freddie Galvis for some damn reason. 
I just wanted someone up there. But, I mean, when you think about this, though, Tyler, since 2012, there are two pitchers that have thrown a total of 69 strikes. Strikeouts. Nice. Name me one of them. Oh, God. Name me one of them. There are two pitchers since 2012 with 69 strikeouts? 69 total strikeouts. Name me that one of the them. Most, you really screwed me here. Like, <laughs> Drink, I baby. that were relatively easy. So 69 strikeouts. Let me think here. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to give it Mark Gomez. No. Now, you know what? That wasn't a bad guess. Actually, no, no, it wasn't. But when you hear the answers, it'll make some sense. One All is. Right, let me just take one more guess for fun. Okay. 69 strikeouts. I'll give it to you. Like that many innings. I swear to God, if you say Edison Bullcast, I'll lose my mind. It's not him, though. Because he pitched two. He threw 200 innings that year, and he averaged right. like six something strikeouts per game. If he threw 69 uh, strikeouts, it's a big issue. Yeah. Uh, it's a reliever. Most likely one of them is. Come on, Tyler. I like the name, but no. So one is – you're actually kind of right on this one. One was Tyler Glass now. He had 69 strikeouts. I didn't know that. 69 strikeouts, which – like I, I feel like I've seen Evil Neil tweet that before. <laughs> and like of all people, it would be Tyler Glass now. But the second one actually makes a ton of sense if you really think about it. J-Hat. Mm. That second half trade, you figure 69 innings. He only pitched about 60-some innings. The 69 strikeouts. So there you go. Drink up, baby. Hold on. Mmm. Mmm. Hangover light. Hey, Donardo. Oh, God. What former Japanese superstar pitcher finished his career with the Pirates in 2007? Oh, oh, 2007. Correct. <clears throat> oh, why was I thinking 17? Um, oh shit. <laughs> You're not gonna remember his name. That's why I picked it. I hate let me just start pouring as I think. <laughs> Save the show some time. <laughs> 2007 Japanese pitcher. Um Nori Sun Aoki. What kind of name is that? No, it's Masumi Kuweta. Ugh. Ugh. I I remember that guy vividly because I went to watch them play the Brewers and he gave up two bombs to a backup catcher. Sounds about right. He was terrible. Ah. Wow. All right. <clears throat> God, I'm good. So back to uh, <clears throat> the Pirates. I'm really glad that... I got you to get another one wrong. <laughs> but no, for real, back to the Pirates. So, Oh, yeah. We were talking about them, weren't we? We were. We were. And, I mean, let's talk about the trades. So, as you mentioned, they traded for Eric Gonzalez. They gave up Max Moroff, Jordan Luplo, right? Trash. But on December 17, Trashing 2000. Trash out. <laughs> on December 17, 2015, uh-huh. Tyler, the Pirates traded for Jason Rogers. In this deal, they trade away two players, Keon Broxton, and name the second player. I think you were going to say Keon Broxton. Ugh, you dick. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> Don't look at the chat. Ethan, I I'm hate not. you. Ethan just gave an in-game spoiler, so don't look at the chat. Crap. It was Keon Broxton, and I I honestly can't remember. Just tell me. Trey Supak. I thought you would get that one, honestly. I could not remember. I knew it was a pitcher. Yeah. And I knew Keon was way too obvious. Oh, way too obvious. Ethan goes, he knows way too many random transactions. You can't stump him. I know that. You probably have Trey's uh, 
ARB numbers when he eventually makes you know it. What? On some I'm making spreadsheet. up one off the top of my head. Right now. Damn, rapid fire. It's like four yep, in a row. We're going right back to it. All Who right. did the Pirates trade Alex Dickerson for? To the Padres. Um, Alex Dickerson. The Padres. Oh, that ain't right. Ethan, you're you're killing us. I'm drinking. I would not have guessed that, but holy shit. Jaff Decker and Miles McCullough. Freaking. Mm. Look at that. That was off the top of the dome. That Actually, that was impressive. That was impressive. You remember that one. You couldn't remember Trey Supak, yeah. but you remember this yeah. one. Yeah. Cause and Ethan's out here dropping knowledge. And, he goes, and then trades him for McGinnis. Correct. He traded the only useful piece of that trade. <laughs> I mean, but he had to go overseas to find out, you know, he was good again. He did, but Jeff Decker, we all knew was terrible. Alex Dickerson could have been okay, but he, like, broke his heel. He's not as good as Corey, that's for sure. <laughs> More like Don't Trey Hoopack. <laughs> there you go, Ace. Um, trade who pack? <laughs> trade who pack? That's all. So what else do we want to say about the Pirates? Is there much else to say about them? Um, they are who they are right now. An average team. I know you've been off Twitter. They are average. average. They are very average. They are very average. Now, I think they Ryan and I... Very good. They are going to look very bad. They are a middle-of-the-road team. I, I want to know your take on this. D- David Todd's loving to throw around this stat this year right now. Uh, I know you've been off Twitter. Yeah, I haven't seen this. I I saw it, and I really want to say something, but I didn't. And, of course, well, you know Ryan. He's a dick. So he he went off on David Todd (laughs) this uh, this week. And so we're going to talk about more on the the podcast. But I kind of want your take. He loves talking about right now the Pirates' record against teams above 500 and the Pirates' record against teams below 500. And, of course, when he looks completely irrelevant. Thank you. We are about 30 games into this season. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And so my thing on this is, first off, like you said, it's so irrelevant because it's so early into the season. So much can change, but like the perfect example of it was this so-called series against the Rangers. Heading into the Rangers, the Rangers were above 500. Then they beat – So so David Todd used them and said, okay, we're going to face a good team. And then, yeah. but when they came out of it, the Rangers were below 500. So now they fall into the other category. Like to me, that's why this stat is so garbage right now. They're, because basically, every team is around 500 right now. That's that's <laughs> one very valid reason. Like so many teams are around 500, but to me, especially this point of the game, that doesn't say much. Like that doesn't analyze your team. Like you're depending no, so much no. on the other team's performances. You know, that's why I said like what's funny is right now if. The Tigers go into Kansas City and take two out of three. Now the Pirates get two games better in the in the good teams category. And the same goes for um, oh the Rangers. The Rangers go into Tampa or uh, Tampa into uh, Toronto. So it's like if those two teams take two out of three, the Pirates automatically get better without actually even playing a game. To me, that's the most stupid, most pointless yeah, that, stat that, at this that's point. That's useless. If you want to do this towards the end of the season, it makes sure. some sense. And the thing is, like, too, that it's yeah. so perfect. So I don't know. I'm going to drop it. I just want to hear your take if you want to go that's any farther. That's irrelevant. That. And I don't know why David Todd even brings that up. <laughs> He's loving also, it. Also, Bernardo. Yeah. While we're at it, there's been 14 Pirates who hit over 300 since 2000. Name seven of them. For a career or like a season? In a season. Oh, in a season. Okay. Yep. Well, let's go with Corey Dickerson. Qualified, hit- qualified hitters. Corey Dickerson. Okay. Stalling Marte. Right? Yep, you got okay. two right. Okay. Well, you didn't answer. That's what I'm making sure. Uh, Andrew I'll give Mc- you – I haven't even thought about this, but I'll give you like – you can have two wrong answers. I'll get them all right. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, so Stalling Marte, Corey Dickerson, Andrew McCutcheon. Okay. Need four more. Um, Cervelli. Let me see if he was on the list. I feel like he had like a 301 season. I think he did. I think you're right about that. I'll give you that. But one, then again, cause... he might not have been qualified that year. <laughs> Who knows? I don't think he did qualify that year. He's that, not on my list. That could have been the problem then. We'll take that away. Okay. Um. He did hit. No, did he hit 301 with the? He hit 291, I think. Mm. He hit 301 with the Yankees before he came, I think. Okay. Um. I'm. I think. One's obvious. Three more are obvious, to be honest. I said since 2000. Remember that. I'm giving you a hint. Oh, oh, wait. Since when? 2000. I'm not even going to count Cervelli as a wrong answer. Okay. So, Giles. Four. Kenny Lofton? Wrong. <sighs> Wasn't qualified. He got traded midseason to the Cubs. Oh, son of a... Mm. That was also a hint. <laughs> this is a lot harder than I thought, actually. Damn. <laughs> Pirates and good hitters. Never heard of them. 14 of them. <laughs> uh, 14, 300 hitters in... 18 years. <laughs> there are like three more obvious ones. You say that, but like I'm literally staring at a wall right now. I don't know why I can't think of people. I hate, I, I never did well on tests. <laughs> God, you're dumb. Um, all right, so let's think back. Do, 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 do. I missed one. You've missed one. You can't miss another. No, you you can miss one more. Oh, Jason Bay. How did I forget Jason Bay, like, even play for the There's Pirates? five. That's, that's a perfect example. I'm, I'm you just around with his jersey. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at baseballs I have. Um. <laughs> oh, Freddy Sanchez. Six. And I need one more. This is this is garbage. This is where it gets hard. This is Ish. garbage. There's a guy that I want to say. I feel like he did it with the other team. I feel... I don't think he did it for us. I mean, there was no power. That was his problem. No. I'm just going to say it. Gabby Sanchez. No. He did do it with the Marlins, though, from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, one more wrong. Um, he also more, I think. Was he? Mm. Stay out of the chat. I'm just going to say just because Jason Kendall. About time you got him. Was he? Yeah. Mm. Give you the rundown here. You're gonna kick yourself because you didn't know this one. Josh Harrison. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Dobit. <laughs> oh. Nady, mm. Ronnie Paulino. Ronnie Paulino actually hit 300. Uh, Jack Wilson. Adrian Brown. Ramos Ramirez. That's why I said uh, Kenny Oh, Lockett. the trade. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'll drink even though I gave you an extra guess. You know what? We'll both drink. That was an intense one. I had seven freaking players. Yep. I'm telling well, you, name. Seven of them are obvious. Yeah, you're kind of right. You asked me who had 69 strikeouts. <laughs> Let's let's start wrapping the show up, I guess. Let me let me throw out my questions. Um, so with a minimum of one hundred at bats. Okay. Again, since 
starting the 2013 season on. 100 at-bats minimum. Kutch leads the Pirates with a weighted run created plus of 139. Who in that span is second? Okay, from when? I'm sorry. From, again, the, the, the 2013 season. Like okay. I say, 2012 going forward. Uh, say minimum of how many at-bats? 100 at-bats. And I'll give you the clue. That's kind of the key in there, too. I from And this is 2013 on? Yeah. And it's Kutch leads with what? Kutch leads with 139. Did I just take another shot? What am I doing? I want to say Melky Cabrera, but I don't think he's at 100 yet. He's not at 100 yet, but that that would be very solid. That would be sneaky as hell, too. <laughs> but then the other part of me wants to say Marlon Bird. You got it. You got it, man. I'll drink to that. See, I my first two guesses were Derek Lee and Marlon Bird, but I didn't know how late, uh, what your time frame was. I don't feel like Lee would have had enough. I don't think he did bats. either because he decided he wasn't going to show up. <laughs> right. But what's funny is you saying uh, Melky. What a great comparison like Marlon Bird right now. <laughs> I've, I I didn't know how many at-bats he was at. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. That would have been, been a tricky-ass question. But he would be this year. That's the only thing. Would he? I don't know what's happening now. I know it's up there. Oh, he's got to be over 130, whatever. Well, 139. So he'd have to be 140. He's got to be over that. You think? Not too much power. Well, I guess the two home runs that just came, it it could be. Let's do a little search real quick. Anywho. All right. Next question. Oh, God. There's another one. My last question. Oh, boy. This is it. This probably ends the show. All the marbles. Oh, actually, Melky's at 131, by the way. Okay. So that would have been a decent guess. If he had more power, I feel like it could be. But... You say plate appearances or at bats? Um, You know what? I feel like it might have been. No, it would have been it at bats. Mel- Melky's only at 92 plate appearances. Okay. But... Since 2012, the most runs the Pirates have scored in a season is 729. Which season did this take place? Seven, um, 2014. Fuck. 2016. How crazy is that? Like, think about how funny that is. 13, 14, 15. 15, they win 98 games, right? Yeah, their offense sucked for most of that year. Oh, they did. It's crazy to think. And then the next year, think, and that's what I'm getting at too. Like the next year was Kutch's downfall. Uh-huh. Kutch goes from MVP caliber to. Yeah, but that year, like Sean Rodriguez no. at 18 home runs. Matt Joyce was unreal. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like that's the, the great part about it too. That's the funny thing. Like when you look at the thing too, like their starters, it wasn't like they, they improved. It's just that bench was, was ridiculous. David Freeze, Sean Rodriguez. It was the year that uh, Polanco took a step forward, I think. Mm, I think it was. was shaky. I think 16 I was think the year 16. where he started out hot and then just went to shit. See, I thought 16 was the year he had a. He, he had, had like a. He had like a 106 to, um, OPS. Yeah, plus. that was his highest ever. Well, last year was higher. No, to that point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, no, he was hot. Like, he was hot through June, and then he was yeah. cold as hell. Well, so, he yeah, that was that season. I think. But that was, like you said, I mean, our bench that year was just Unreal. lights out. Yeah. So, like, really, the funny thing is, like, it was our bench that, like, carried the team for the most part. Yeah. So, Sean um, 18 home runs. Yeah. Sean freaking Rodriguez. And, and Matt Joyce. Yeah, like, and then Josh Bell came up that year. Matt Joyce had like a 400 on base percentage. That's what I'm saying, man. Craiglet loved him. So, <laughs> he probably still does. Uh, sure he's he moved on. 
Anyways, so um, yeah, I just thought that was funny. Like the three solid years we're winning. It wasn't That's then. Nice. It was the first year that we sucked again. Oh, God. All right. I'm trying to think if there's anything other. One more trivia question that I could pull out on the top of my head. What do you got? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I need like a minor trade that for some reason I remember. <clears throat> oh, boy. Let's think. I don't think I got much. Great show. Great, great show. I know. I'm drawing a blank here on great show. random question to ask you. What, what do you all want? Do you want us to end the show or what, guys? It's up to you. At, ask the chat to give us a trivia question. All right. That's, that's fair. I'm sure it'll be Ethan. And you want to talk about some random yes. transaction. Ethan, Let's do it. one last trivia question. And I'll put it this way. The first person that gets it right. How's that? Between me and you? Yeah. Or, <coughs> okay. Obviously, you know, whoever gets it right, the last the other one has to take a shot. Hopefully, Ethan's still in the chat. <laughs> That'll help, too. He might be in bed. He is young. It is 11 already. Whew. Rough day at the office. The Jack oh, Wilson Jack trade. Asked. Oh, oh, um, Ronnie, Jeff hey, Clement. Jeff Damn it. I mean, technically, I didn't see the I last one. I got them both one. right. Yeah, I didn't see the last one. I got them both all right, right. All right, I'll drink. Give us one more. We were, one more. We were both on it, though. That's a good thing. You just beat me to the punch. Four more players. For what? The Jack Wilson trade? Yeah, I named the first two that made, made a difference. I don't... <laughs> that made a difference. Four more players. The fact that Ethan knows that right now. Off the dome. Oh, Wait, yeah. Is he Ian Snell, Snell and Wilson for Cedeno and... Yeah. And... Clement. Yeah, but he said four players. He only named three. Well, two more, I should say. We got the main two. All right. With you. I guess we both drink. I'll tell you what. You know what, though? There were two that were worth a damn. Where I got effed up on, I loved the Freddie, Freddie Sanchez trade. I was you all mean about Tim Alderson. I was all about Alderson. God, he lost his velo bad. That that worked out real well. That is the guy actually that made me believe in long toss. Yeah, that's a weird fact that I know that he just stopped long tossing, and then his velo went bye bye. Oh man. <laughs> Alderson, that worked out. Yeah, it did. Tim Alderson really worked out. Yeah. Charlie right, Morton did, though. I want a few more. I like trivia. And I like drinking. And NHL? You getting on tonight? I am. Drunk, drunk with all these freaking trivia questions now. <laughs> We're fine. <clears throat> All right, go best two out of three with trivia if you think you come out with come up with three of them. Man, Wagner, you are. I'm drinking beer. That's Jeez, why. I'm trying to end this show. I like to nobody's listening anymore. Nobody cares. We might as well have fun. <laughs> Who are these schmucks still talking? Who did the Pirates draft in the first round in 2012? Twelve. Austin, Mr. Reese McGuire. We said two no. Out 2012. 2012, that's wrong. That was uh, Mark Capel. Well, I'm just going to say Cole Tucker and Will Craig. Just in case, was, uh, just in case I'm wrong. Oh, that wasn't even Ethan. That wasn't Ethan. Who, who, no, that question's invalid. It wasn't Ethan. Doesn't count. No drink. No, I don't, no, I don't take a shot. Count. I think you were 12 because in 13... Because 13 was McGuire and Meadows. 14 was cool. 14 would have been no. Cole. Team was Cole Tucker. Tucker. 15 was Newman. 16 was... Well, Craig? Craig was with Cole Tucker, wasn't he? No, he, he was two years after. Jeez, I don't know. Because it went Tucker, Shit. Mark Newman, Appel, Lowell, Trick. Trick. <clears throat> yeah, he worked out well for Houston, though. 
Uh, Tucker Newman Craig, 17 was. Cabron Hayes? No, I think 17 was. Boz. 18 was Swaggerty. Yeah. Wait, wasn't. No, Cabron Hayes, was he a second round pick then? Cabron Hayes was with uh, either Newman or Tucker. I feel like he was new. No, because Tucker Kramer was after Tucker. Yeah, because it was the Seinfeld draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Derek Lee from the Orioles four. Aaron Baker. I don't know. Let me just drink. (laughs) Let me know if that's right. He said, wow. Yes. What? Damn. Oh, Lord, I'm a genius. How the hell did you know that? We gotta have a Pirates trivia night. We should, you know, we should have a North Shore Nine live podcast before the game, after the game, Pirates trivia hosted by North Shore Nine. Book it somewhere, a bar near you. He was like a 22 year old high A ball player, first baseman. You are crazy, Wagner. Memory, dude. Yeah, that's what. Hey, listen. Kids, kids. kids drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I do not that? endorse this lifestyle. That is one out of three correct by me. All right. We are moving on. We're done. I appreciate nice. y'all listening. I appreciate y'all whatever this was at the end of the show. Uh, anyways, go check out Wagon Art of Kutch if you don't follow. Wags, appreciate y'all coming on. Yes, sir. Yo, at 14 and 14, I'm actually not disappointed. No way we lose eight in a row again this year. Probably not. I mean, (laughs) probably not. And I got to say with this team, what it is at 14 and 14, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm glad we're just 14 and 14, but um, there's still a lot that worries me. (laughs) There there is. So anyways, we're out of here. Have a great night. Any last words? Peace out, Girl Scouts.